Do you like pop culture? I do. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, Andrew. Oh. If you enjoy movies, television, all that kind of stuff, uh, we have a lot of fun on Sif Pop Podcast, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. So you can come check us out every week. You can listen live or just download it to your podcast feed. Every single week, Aaron breaks down the newest movies that are big in theaters, and I make funny noises. <laughs> you could probably pick one of those that you would like. You can join us every weekend live by looking at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA, or you can find us in your podcast player of preference by searching for Sift Pop. Can I rap for you? Let's Before we leave. Why not? Can you just give me a... Yo, what's happening, dude? I'm the guy with the rep for being rude. Terrorizing people wherever I go. It's not an intentional, just keeping the flow. Fixing test scores to get the best scores. Dropping banana peels all over the floor. I'm the kid that made delinquency in art. Last name Simpson. First name Bart. 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 <laughs> is that the Bartman? That's Bartman. Do oh. the Bartman, just like Michael Jackson. That's what one of the lyrics is. Oh, I love it. There so, you go. So good. You can lead the show off with that. <laughs> take this. Take this audio clip it out. Start us up. Sounds good. Anyway. I'll do it. Beautiful. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 15 of Disney Plus Reviews. I'm one of your co-hosts, Phil Souza, and I'm here with my co-host, my good friend, and a citizen of, of one of the many Springfields in the United States. It's Jack Ultramat. Well put. Um, I am here, and I am hoping that Moe's doesn't get um, shut down or doesn't get everything stolen, like in the movie. That was a great scene. The whole thing is good. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed watching it again. I, I hadn't seen it since I saw it. I saw the drive-in in Aurora. In 2007. Yeah. So, it's good. So, this movie came out, uh, I, I guess I should say what movie we're talking about, unless you already saw it in the title of the episode. But. <laughs> I hope they saw the title. Uh, this week, we are talking about the Simpsons movie. Uh, if you're j- just joining us for this podcast, this is your first ever episode. We are an unofficial Disney Plus podcast. We're reviewing the most popular stuff on Disney Plus, and sometimes just the stuff that we really like. We did the entire first season of The Mandalorian, and starting in a couple weeks, we're going to do the final season of Star Wars The Clone Wars, which I'm really excited about. Uh, We've got two more weeks until that episode airs when we start reviewing The Clone Wars. But in the meantime, we're just kind of hitting some movies and stuff that either A, we haven't seen in a while, or stuff that we really liked, uh, wouldn't mind seeing again. And we've also talked about some stuff that we're seeing for the first time. So this week, we were talking about The Simpsons Movie. 2007 is when this movie came out. Uh, I, Jack, you had seen this in theaters, like you said, in the drive-in theater. I had never seen it until this week. That was my first time ever watching it. Um, Before I talk about my exposure, my past with The Simpsons, what is your, how how many seasons have you watched? I'm not going to ask you how many episodes you've watched. I know for a fact that I've watched at least 15 seasons of The Simpsons. Okay. That's, Um, but there's so many. I mean, how many are there total? 
I, I remember there was a point where I shut off and I was like, okay, I've, I've seen enough. And I, I just stopped watching TV for a while there and then I, The Simpsons continued on. They're currently in their 31st season. Yeah, I mean, season. they've been at it for a long time. Yeah. I own season like four and five on DVD. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw my shelf you know, <laughs> shelf and, at home next to, next to my Chappelle show and uh, actually one season of South Park, which is really weird. Okay. That is a, when, you an know, odd Before the internet... Before streaming, yeah, you just would buy things, and so I bought some seasons. It was fun. Do you think about that? Think about how TV show, TV series sales have gone down precipitously since Netflix, really. Well, because you had, you had, um, uh, what, what word? I can't even think of this word. Syndication. How can I not? Remember yeah. That? Um, they had syndication, and that's where like Seinfeld made billions of dollars off of off of syndication. Uh-huh. Simpsons equally made. Buku bucks off a of syndication, and then you had, you had this nice tight window of about what eight, nine, ten years probably, where people were selling DVDs like seasons of shows. Yeah, um, shows like Firefly, shows like Angel, shows like Buffy, like all those niche shows that people, people like super fans would buy those seasons, and The Simpsons were the same, where people would buy large, you know, like those those you know a bunch of those seasons just so they could watch them. Yeah, because you didn't have streaming ability. And you didn't want to wait for syndication and w- wait for it on a network. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, the, the wild thing is, is I went into Best Buy a few months ago. I, I go into Best Buy like four times a year now. Right. I, I used to go into those kinds of stores all the yeah. time. Um, on their shelves, if you go into their, they still sell DVDs and Blu-rays, probably mostly Blu-rays now, and they still sh- sell TV series. So they would not be stocking those shelves if people weren't actually buying them. And, Occasionally, and, and it's got to be for the commentary stuff because that is kind of cool about right, owning right. a DVD and it's the commentary end of it, and maybe the deleted stuff and things that are extras. I, I guess if you're a super fan and you want to just, it's like a collector's mentality of like, oh, I have to collect, I, I gotta collect them all type of thing. Mm-hmm. Gotta I, catch them all. I, yeah, exactly. Just like Pokemon, um, I, I definitely get that way with comic books. Like, um, sure, I could just watch, I could just read all these comics digitally, but there are certain comic books. It's like, no, I want to have a physical copy of it. Even in tw- the year 2020, I want to have a physical copy of this comic book. So I, I kind of get that, but it's it's a uh, it's amazing to me that like you could just literally watch every season. I'm assuming all the seasons are on Disney Plus, except maybe the current one um, of The Simpsons. So you literally have no reason if you're just going to subscribe to services like Disney Plus for the rest of your life, which I think probably most, I mean, a lot of Americans probably are. Probably. Then um, yeah, there's literally no reason to own a copy of it. So, but they're still selling them, which is interesting. Cool. Um, my background. Uh, so I, I grew up in I think a little bit more of a um, restrictive home. I don't want to say like strict. I, I just there were certain things that we were allowed to watch and certain things that we weren't allowed to watch. Uh, the Simpsons was definitely on the no list. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to college, I had some. Uh, I had one roommate that actually liked it a lot, and I, I watched a, a few episodes here and there, just mostly when he was watching it. And then post college had a roommate um, that would occasionally watch them, but again, mostly I didn't like seek them out. It was just kind of like whenever he was watching them, I, I might sit down and watch an episode. Mm-hmm cumulatively over my entire life i've probably only seen maybe 40 episodes of the simpsons um probably not more than that i have watched all of season one which i think was a a short season if i remember correctly i have to look it up and then i watched like the first half of season two like at one point i was like i'm gonna binge through maybe not all the seasons but you know at least half you know get you know to the point where i'm familiar with the characters and i i jumped off of that pretty quickly um now I've gone back and heard that like the first couple seasons of The Simpsons are not the seasons to watch. Well, but. they're hard to watch. 
So they're they're hard to watch if you go back and watch them. The animation. This is a, the Simpsons started as a as a short on the Tracy Ullman show, which okay. was on Fox at the time. Which Tracy Ullman, if you don't know who that is, was a stand up comedian uh, back in the eighties and uh, into the early nineties, and then they were an animated short on on Tracy Ullman. So it's kind of weird that yeah they not only got their own show but then became so much. <laughs> bigger than the thing that they started on so right anyway so yeah i i just looked it up the first season is, is only 13 episodes and then i like i said i think i i cut i cut out about maybe halfway through season two so i think i've only seen about 24 episodes kind of in succession and then i've just seen like little ones here and there um and, and much the same way where like everyone ev- like people that have never watched seinfeld before at least have watched a couple episodes uh, when you, you know, see them like you're at someone's house and yeah. they're on and here we go so. they know like the the soup episode or yeah. you know certain episodes mm-hmm. of, of seinfeld but uh so i'm the opposite with seinfeld i've seen every episode many times over um i haven't watched it quite as much as you i, I think i've seen it the whole all the seasons three times a piece i was really a big simpsons fan like uh, honestly whenever it first came out i think i think my parents were a little apprehensive about me watching it but we also watched Married with Children at home. Like we watched like, yeah. We all watched it together. My parents didn't want to watch this because anything animated, they were like, "This is kid stuff." But it also they, they also knew that it had adult themes in it, so that was kind of what made it weird. And they're of a generation that that is weird to them. And then um, I, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that. I, I the main reason I kind of wanted to watch The Simpsons when I was a kid was because it was a cartoon, like it was an animated right. property, and. I, I think a lot of it was uh, all my friends were watching it too. I was ten when the first season came out, so um, my parents thought I was too young to be watching it, but kids my age were watching it, and so I I, I heard a lot about Bart, especially mm-hmm. uh, as well as the other main characters, a lot f- mostly from my friends. Um, they would just tell me what happened on last night's episode or whatever. So crazy, yeah. Um, viewership. I'm just gonna go over this in the millions. The uh, the first season of The Simpsons. Uh, the average average viewership um, for the entire season mm-hmm. of season one, 27.8 million Oh, people. my goodness. Uh, that was a different time back then, That was then a different too, time when there was nothing else on. Now, it dipped at one point in season 11 to 8.8, but it has been steady. Double, it was steady double digits all the way till season 16, uh-huh. basically that whole run. And then it's dipped. I mean, now it's down to the th- uh, threes, like the threes area is where it's at now. But again... I've talked about that aggregate before, like the Nielsen ratings that that's based on. You're like, what's it really matter as right. far as like, because there's so much streaming content and and aver- they're basically just this is how they tailor it to advertisers. So. Yeah, I, I I do wonder how much how many more millions are watching it like on Hulu or the Fox. I think there's a Fox streaming app. Like they're watching it after the fact right. after it actually airs live on television on live television. Dude, 27 million. That's it's that's pretty insane. crazy. And the highest uh, watched single episode is an episode from season two, and it is called Bart Gets an F, and 33.6 million people watched it. <laughs> it's a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, not quite as many as the Super Bowl, but it's darn close. So, anyway. There so, There's some stats. Uh, I mean, and By the way, this is now not, cent- not, this is not 20th Century Fox anymore. No. It's just 20th Century. Oh. Like, it's just what it's called. Like They've dropped the Fox out of it. It's just called 20th Century. Huh. So Fox is gone. It's just twentieth uh, century. So there it is. Um, my guess is that it, you would call this a sitcom, right? Is it a best sitcom? you could call it is a sitcom. I mean, I think it's an anim- It's an animated sitcom. I guess it's the same. It's the same premise as a sitcom or how sitcoms work. It's a bigger world because in a sitcom you're stuck on about four sets. 
And in a in this animated thing, it's like whatever. You know, it's open world, so they can go wherever they want, and as long as they can, wherever they can animate, they can go. So yeah, cool. Uh, I mean, it's got to be the the largest number of episodes for any one sitcom, I would think. Um, I just kind of looked it up real quick. The, the Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. Um, Gosh, that's going back a long it time, had, pal. It, it had 14 seasons, but I guess they were doing a lot of episodes. Like, is it Was, was it like a year-round? Epi- they would do that where they would... Was well, it 52, they want content. 52 episodes a season, maybe? Possibly. They, they, had, they had over... They had 425 episodes. Um, the Simpsons... Can you imagine? The Simpsons just hit... They hit 425 uh, this season. No, I'm sorry, last season. Season... No, whoa. No, wait, wait a second. They hit that by season twenty. Yeah, they're they're almost yeah, they're se- closing in on seven hundred. Yeah, now. season twenty, they they had already passed that. So, my guess is it. Most people consider this a sitcom, and if that's true, then it's definitely by far the longest running sitcom of all time. So, uh, definitely um, a huge property. It's one that I wish I knew more about. Um, and uh, and yet, uh, let me say this before we get into talking you know about about it because about everyone knows a lot about The Simpsons. Yeah, and, and that's I I was surprised. I went into watching this movie. Again, having that kind of limited knowledge of the Simpsons and their characters. And even I, going into the movie, I, I already knew most of the characters' names going into the movie. It's kind of yeah. weird. And um, I, I even knew some of their personalities. So I was like, okay, well, you know, Mo is going to be like this. And Burns is going to, you know, is it Burns? Mr. Burns. Mr. Mon- Burns. Monty Burns. Monty Burns is going to be like that. You know, he's going to be the bad guy or whatever that everyone hates. So, like, even though I don't really, I can't say that I really know the Simpsons very well. I, they're so part of American culture in particular, and maybe other other you know international cultures too, but American culture that that I, I think even if you've never watched the show, you still know a little bit about these guys. So really interesting. Um, so yeah, uh, movie came out in two thousand seven. Um, uh, it is available on Disney Plus because of this strange new world that we live in, where Disney owns all things Fox. Uh, along with uh, X-Men and everything else that comes along And probably all of your personal data. While I'm I'm talking about that, LifeLock. It's a great thing for you. I'm just joking. (laughs) Um, They own Avatar. They own everything. They're beginning to kind of collect it all, uh, so to speak. Um, Catch it all. $75 million budget when it first released. Half a billion dollars. Pretty awesome. Just in the box office. It's just some movie that they... You know, um, Conan O'Brien... I mean, was a writer on on The Simpsons, uh-huh. and uh, I mean he's he he and Matt Groening and uh, am I saying that right? Groening, Groening, Greening. Uh, Matt Groening is the creator of The Simpsons. Okay, they're friendly, so that helps. And you can tell the episodes that that Conan early on, the ones you're watching, when you're like, that's a very Conan thing for this character to do. So. Um, directed by David Silverman, who actually has directed a lot of The Simpsons episodes. So they just grabbed, I guess, maybe one of their favorite directors, I guess, of the Simpsons episodes mm-hmm. and asked them to do this movie um, produced by those guys that did The Simpsons and um, starring, as you would expect, all the same characters, all the same actors from the TV show. A few, um, as far as I know, a few people that maybe have never been in the show before that made it into this movie. Um, but to be honest, it's not, unless you're familiar with the show and have watched a lot of the seasons of the show, there's not going to be any like surprise uh, guest stars that like you wouldn't expect to see in this. Like It's, it's going to be, for the most part, um, Simpsons characters. It does open with Green Day, though. Yeah, so that, Green Day is that's the true. opener. So. That's true, that's, yeah. That, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's, um, let's just get into, um, 
I guess before we get into a recap, like what what were some of your surprises, things like maybe scenes or lines that you'd forgotten about? Uh, what were some you know scenes or lines that kind of felt like home? Like just coming back to you again. I I do this with um, any show that a TV show that becomes a movie. They're like, we need to do a movie for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I always kind of go, why do they do that? And and with this one, yeah, I did that. And even when I saw it in the theater, I was like, I kind of want to see this because I like The Simpsons a lot. And um, but also was like, why? Why are they doing this? And then you watch it, you're like, okay, that that makes sense because they can make a movie out of it. You know, we can get. Why would you do it? Money. That's why. So there's a line that that Homer uh, Disney is currently doing this with all the yeah. live action where you go. I mean, we all <laughs> kind of love the original animated Lion King. Why would you make a new one? Well, money and yeah, and money. Yeah, we're because we can. We're gonna make five hundred million dollars. Because so if we don't make this, we'll make a you know. <laughs> Sweet Life of Zack and Cody remake. The, the thing with that is that, like, even if they just made up a brand new thing, that brand new thing probably would make less money. So, yeah, I mean, this is a known commodity, and now Disney. I mean, allegedly there's going to be a sequel at some point. Yeah, and I'm sure Disney will greenlight that and make a big buck. So, yeah, I want to talk some more about that towards the end. Yeah, at the be- the very beginning of the movie, Homer basically tells you exactly what everyone is thinking and what Jack just said. Uh, I wrote down the line because I thought thought it was funny. He says. They're, at the beginning of the movie, they're actually in a movie theater. Like the Simpsons characters are in a movie, yeah, and are, like in a theater watching their own movie. So it's a movie within a movie. And they, uh, Homer, at, at one point stands up and he says, "I can't believe we're we're paying to see something we can watch on TV for free." They're watching a itchy and scratchy, yes, itchy and scratchy movie, yes. yeah. And so he says, I, I can't believe we're paying to see something we can just watch on TV for free. Everyone in this theater is a big sucker. And then he points st- directly at the screen, like to the people watching the movie, especially you. And then it's The Simpsons. And like goes into like the uh, the beginning crawl. So uh, very, very interesting that, um, yeah. And I feel like that's expected. Like that kind of humor is, is what you expect when you go see anything Simpsons. Um, that it's going to be satirical it's going to be on the nose it's going to be everyone's thinking this so let's just say it um that kind of thing yeah. so um so yeah um uh, dude i'm not thinking about uh harry plopper no or spider nobody was thinking about that no anyway um green day plays a concert at the beginning of this and it's actually them it's actually their recording of the simpsons theme right i feel like American, it sounds like them. I feel like the album American, and no, that was definitely them. Yeah, uh, the, the album American Idiot came out around this time. Yeah, it definitely. And they, they basically like it's this huge marketed tie-in. Oh yeah. And you kind of go, well, all right, whatever. This is, this is why they did it. That's fine. I, I, <laughs> okay. I, you know what I'm saying? So like, which is really funny to think about Green. When I think about Green Day, actually, I say American Idiot was like 2004. Well, that uh, so American Idiot is actually played on the organ during yeah. during the church service. So. Um, but Green Day, I mean, they started out as a major, like punk band, like way punk. Like mm-hmm. we're not good. We're we're hard. We're not straight edge, but we are so hardcore, and we're not about money and blah blah blah. And then it's like twenty years later, <laughs> yeah, we're opening this movie, basically plugging our own, you know, pro- uh, our product, basically. So I think it's kind of funny. They're playing on punk. a on a barge, like this little like floating platform, basically in in the lake, like in, inside Lake Springfield. And the barge literally gets eaten up by pollution. Like the the pollution like just like munches on the yeah. the thing and it goes down. Yeah. And everyone's like throwing tomatoes. Which at is them. the running gag in Springfield. You have a nuclear power plant. Yeah. Uh, who that's always polluted the lake. Always polluted like Springfield. There's, from a very early part of the show, like early on in the show. Yeah. There's the three eyed. Yeah. Fish. I was going to ask you about that. Okay. Um. The their minor league team is called what the isotopes. Yeah. Okay. Springfield Isotopes is okay. their minor league team. Okay. Okay. There's this whole 
non non caring about environment feel that Springfield does. They dump stuff, and Homer's kind of the king of that. Everyone so dumps like, it, yeah. Everyone does so. Yeah, and they basically took that and ran with it for this movie. Like I I I didn't know that. I, like I literally didn't watch a trailer or anything going into this. I'm sure I did back in 2007, but I don't remember those trailers. Spider Pig so, was the big running. Joke I remember of that. Spider Pig and, and Harry Plopper. See, I didn't know anything. About, I, uh, Harry Popper came out of nowhere for me. Yeah. I, I wasn't familiar with that yeah. reference at all. It was from that trailer because they really okay. pushed on that trailer. And then he basically dressed him up for Harry Potter, basically. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember it's Spider-Pig. And, and uh, again, my roommates um, in college and post-college used yeah. to just sing that song all the time. Um, I, there were some references that I, that I knew about going into this movie. For the most part, most of it was a surprise. And I had no idea what the plot was. I, I didn't know. like It was basically kind of like a... a, you know, a uh, a, a play on you know anti-pollution. It's I don't think anything is ever meant to be taken seriously. No, and that, that, that was one thing. They're, at no point <laughs> they're like because this is wrong and but, we shouldn't do it. Yeah, wrong. like this isn't a save the planet movie. No, there are movies that are like that, but no. this is not one of them. Um, so and then one of the key scenes in the movie, um, it's it almost certain almost immediately goes into a, a church. It's Sunday morning church scene, and the organist is playing um, American Idiot on the organ, and uh, Grandpa gets up in church and delivers this doomsday prophecy. It's like a seizure thing. Almost. Yeah, he's like he's like writhing on the ground and yeah, it's like, spin- like a vision spinning around in circles. Yeah, and he's. Basically, he doesn't really know what he's saying at the time. He doesn't even remember saying it, um, and it's um, you know kind of like a uh, foreshadow of like what's what's to come in the movie. So he's talking about many eyes and all these different things, and EPA, EPA, which we learn out later is the EPA. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, he just kind of forecasts like what's going to happen in the movie. Uh, let's see. Then more pollution stuff. Lisa's going door to door, warning people about pollution. She meets Colin and. I was going to ask you about Colin. Is he? I'm assuming he's a new character. He's never yeah, been. Yeah, I've show. never seen Colin before. Okay. He's just like the boy love interest for Lisa. So it's really weird. I, his character, I don't really understand in this movie. Like he, I think you're trying to make him dreamy, trying to make him cool guy. Well, for... I, I, I get the premise and the setup for him. Um, he's introduced. You see him in like two scenes, two or three scenes. And then you literally don't see him again until the end of the movie. Right. Uh, that was a little weird to me. Like, I was like, oh, this is a, a big new character. Maybe he'll make it into the show at some point. No. I was like, man, they did not. Like it's they wrote him into the movie and then just immediately took him out. Right, <laughs> it's kind of weird, but um, yeah, he's like this uh, Irish dreamboat um, for Lisa. Irish dreamboat. <laughs> he, uh, uh, you know, believes in all the same things as she does as far as uh, saving the planet and um, global warming and all that kind of stuff. Um, then Bart skateboards naked on huh. on a dare from his father. <laughs> <laughs> from Homer, Homer, and they do the Austin Powers thing. So if you've seen the oh the gosh. Austin Powers movies, like you kind of know what I'm I'm talking about. But uh, Bart uh, initially says, "There's no way I'm doing that because um, quote they might see my doodle," and <laughs> and then they do like all these different cuts, like all these different scenes where um, he's skateboarding. And it's an action shot, but there's always something in front of it, the like the bottom of his body, like from, <laughs> around the belt area. And uh, but then at the very end of that sequence, there's like a it's probably like a minute and a half sequence. Um, towards the end of that minute and a half, you actually do see it. <laughs> his, his doodle for like two seconds. It's really funny. So weird. Um, yeah, it's, I, I was surprised that they a that they did that and b got away with it. Like I'm pretty sure the movie is PG. It is PG, <laughs> and I don't know. If, it's animated. Yeah, I, but even then, <laughs> and it's a child. Like let's be honest. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> it's weird. Like that, definitely weird. Um, but I feel like in the same way, like South Park can kind of can kind of get away with some of that stuff. That's basically like, what they're 
But even South Park, <laughs> South Park's movies had a PG thirteen rating. I know for a fact. They may have been higher than that. It so. was so strange to me. I I like. I was like, okay, I get it. I, the shtick of this of this sequence is Austin Powers, basically. Right. And Austin Powers did it years before this movie. But um, but then they just end up showing it, which obviously they never did in Austin Powers. So <laughs> it's really interesting. Um, Homer, and then another big scene, Homer goes to a restaurant. They're shooting a commercial. Um, uh, Krusty, who's not in the movie very much, uh, Krusty the Clown is uh, shooting a commercial for his restaurant. Yeah, Krusty Burger. And, the Krusty Burger, yeah. And... Um, has a pig in the shot, which I think is hilarious. And he's talking about some bacon thing or whatever. There's a live pig on the, in the, in the restaurant where they're shooting the commercial. And, um, he says, okay, kill the pig. Like they're, they're done shooting. He's like, okay, you know, take the pig out at back and shoot it. And, uh, Homer's like, no, I, I want it. Like, I'm going to take that pig. And then, then he ends up, uh, and part of the prophecy was twisted tail. Like the, <laughs> what, what grandpa, he's like twisted tail, many eyes, epa, epa. And so like, um, oh, Homer brings the pig back home. And of course, Marge is like twisted tail. No, you know, the <laughs> prophecy is coming true <laughs> when she sees the pigtail. Um, and, uh, uh, Homer starts, you know, loving and spending more time with the pig within Bart. Uh, Flanders moves in on Bart, which I thought that was a really interesting it's thing. Interesting. Well, he, have they really done that? In yeah, the I mean, there TV have been show? times when, Ned, I mean, Ned is the perfect dad, so so they were, <laughs> you know, uh, Bart doesn't feel like he has a father sometimes because Homer's so dumb. So yeah, such a deadbeat. Yeah, but Homer's not a deadbeat. Homer's this weird, like, <laughs> though, like character. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just like he's just dumb. Yeah, he means well. He has a good heart. Yeah. He's just not not good. Not and, I, good. I, and I feel like he's more selfish. I, Flanders is obviously uh, pretty selfless. But, um, yeah, I uh, I really liked the scene where they they go fishing. So, like, Flanders is like, hey, like, I'll, I'll take you fishing. <laughs> it's like, wow, I've never done that before. And yeah. so, like, Flanders uh, and him go out in the boat. And at one point, he makes a mistake. I, I think he um, ends up pulling too fast on the rod or something like that. And, and uh, he immediately starts making the choking face that is so iconic for Bart. Yes. And But then he realized no one's actually choking him. <laughs> <laughs> so I liked, I liked that part. But, um, yeah, it was interesting to see that dynamic. But, um, Jack, do you yes. know the words to Spider Pig? Spider Pig, Spider Pig does whatever a spider pig does. does. I don't know the rest of it. Uh, can he swing from a web? No, he can't. He's a pig. He's a I pig. think it's the rest. Okay. Yeah. Um, hey there, here comes the spider, spider pig. pig. You know, music has been a big key to all things Simpsons for a long time. Like, oh, yeah. they always have a musical guest on. There's always, you know what I'm saying? There's always someone. Yeah, like, I saw they have like an Sting album. Was... Have, you ever, have you ever heard this album? Simpsons Sing the Blues? No. A legitimate there's album. There's a whole album. Uh, there's a song on there called Do the Bart Man. There's a music video to it. I remember being in high school, and uh, even I've heard of the Bartman. I, I don't and, think I could sing any of it. But, but I'm just saying, like they, you know, music is a big deal. It, actually, I say that they came out in 1990, so I would have been in like elementary, junior high. We would have been in junior yeah. high. Yeah. Um, but on that album, there's just like a ton of songs. So like, when I think about Spider Pig and like the songs, and just there's always something. Musical is a big deal, like for the Simpsons. Yeah. It's a a key for them. And uh, anyway, do the Bartman. I'm going to recommend that people go <laughs> online. And listen to "Do the Bart Man." It's pretty stupid, <laughs> but I remember it playing on radio stations, like at the, pla- the around the places that I was from. So like, it's really weird. Yeah. Anyway, they had an album. I bet it sold a lot of copies too. By the way, BT Dubs. So go ahead. 
Um, the, the next joke that I wrote down, uh, that happens and there's a lot of little throwaway scenes that have nothing to do with the overall plot. It's just, you, you understand what, what you're getting when you get into Simpsons. Um, there's a part where they, um, there, so Lisa starts doing this big, like, um, meet. There's like the whole town is invited. It's an emergency. We're one piece of trash away from total toxicity in the lake. Right. Are. Of course, <laughs> of course we are. It sounds, it sounds Eerily similar to things <laughs> that I hear a lot, but um, go ahead, continue. Uh, so the mayor issues a co- <laughs> the mayor issues a code black. It says no no more dumping into the lake. Code black, and then one of the guys says, "Oh no, code black. That's the worst color there is." No offense, Carl. And he turns to the black guy that's sitting next to him, <laughs> and then and then Carl's response is, ah, "It's all right. I get that all the time." <laughs> and uh, I like that kind of stuff is. Um, like that kind of humor, I think on a Disney service, a Disney Plus service, is mm-hmm. very interesting to me. Um, and uh, you know, it's funny. It's not. It's it's um. What's what's the Mel Brooks movie that you always? Oh, ref- Blazing Saddles. It, it's it's Blazing Saddles, like right where it's like okay, like you know, nobody that writes for The Simpsons is a racist. Probably, I don't know them personally, but they they're probably they're making this joke because it's a silly joke to make. Well, and, and, and Springfield doesn't have a lot of black folks in it like true right. um uh doctor uh what's his name the the doctor at the dr hibbard from the hospital well bard well, blah, 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 blah. that's just but <laughs> you know like yeah he is and he's very bill i'm gonna say this he's very bill cosby uh-huh but now it's like that's not how he is but he is you know that yeah sort of thing, so it's not cool to be cosby anymore no it's no longer cool to be cosby <laughs> to be the cause yeah ghost dead 2 will not be made Probably not. No. Yeah. Simpsons 2 probably will be made. I think so. Um, Did you know in America, the Simpsons Sing the Blues sold 2 million copies? It's two times platinum. Think about that. That's kind of dumb. Let that wrap around your head. Also, I will say this. They also went gold in New Zealand. You know how many you have to sell to go gold in New Zealand? Is it 500? 7,500 copies. Oh, geez. Phil, I want to go gold in... New Zealand. We've got to make some New Zealand okay. music. All right. And and go gold. I just put Bard in it. It's attainable. Seventy five hundred copies. Yeah. yeah it's very can, attainable. We can hit that. All right, continue. Sorry. Uh so the next thing that happens is um Homer has a bunch of pig crap, uh, for lack of a better term. He that's the way he describes it, that he has to dump. And so uh of course he's gonna go to the lake with it. So he uh he takes the whole silo. There's like a huge silo full of of uh pig feces let's say and dumps it into the lake as soon as it does the lake goes immediately toxic and, and there's a big skull and crossbones at one point that yes pops up too, which is really funny <laughs> um a squirrel like runs and like finds its way into the lake after he's after chased <laughs> oh that's right he's chased by an eagle he's chased by something yeah a fox or something i can't remember um, he go- he goes in there and immediately like he like pops out of the water and he has fifteen eyes like all over his head. So they basically took like the three eyed fish and just went crazy with it. Um, there's a Springfield joke in there. We are from we actually are from Springfield. Yes. My my intro yes. was not just a lie. Like Real Jack life. Jack lives in Springfield, Missouri. I live in Clever, Missouri, south of Springfield. I work in Springfield. Um, there's I think what like forty eight states or there's a bunch of them. At least forty states. Every one of them, and it's really funny because they're like. Here's the, well, is that who makes that comment? It's Flanders. It's Flanders makes that comment. Yeah. All, him and Bart go on a hike, and he's standing on top of this ridge and goes, "This is the ridge you can see all four states that border Springfield." <laughs> and he's like, "Idaho, um, Ohio, Ohio, Nevada, Maine, and Kentucky." Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, so I mean that you know, I think even up to 2007 a lot of people were like, oh, I wonder which Springfield in the United States. Like people, I remember people legitimately saying, "No, it's it's definitely Springfield, is Missouri, it or it's definitely Gr- this." Burning, I think he's from Oregon. Oh, is he? Springfield, Oregon. Okay. So I think that's probably where it is, but I can't remember. He said definitively that it, maybe it's not a single one. We need to look that up. Um, the, they're, they're geniuses when they do that kind of thing related to Springfield because there's actually an episode that I haven't watched personally, but people have told me where um, the Simpsons drive for like an hour and they're in Branson. And so, like, I've, I've heard some people say, like, oh, it's def- because of this, look at this episode, it's definitely Springfield, Missouri. But then you you watch another episode and they drive an hour and they're in, like, Vegas. He's from <laughs> Portland. He's from Portland, Oregon. And there is a Springfield, there is a Springfield, or- Oregon, really close to Portland. It's actually by Eugene, but yeah. it's all close in there, so. Yeah. I I'm, imagine they probably just chose Springfield because it's it literally, it's it literally generic, is. <laughs> it's a very, it's such a generic It's name. maybe the, the most popular name for a town in the United gotta States. got to be one of them, so. <laughs> So, but yeah, I did. I did kind of dig that joke. Um, we see President Schwarzenegger um, several times in the movie. Right. And he he mostly is uh, kind of a pawn, like just a guy that signs signs documents right. um, for a living. And uh, the EPA guy, um, I wrote his name down. I'll have to find it later. Um, is kind of in charge though. Like he's he's the bad guy, so to speak. That's yeah, gonna Roger Car Car uh, Russ Cargill. Cargill. Oh right, right, right. So, um, and he basically runs it. He's a he's a uh, a wealthy businessman turned politician, basically. Or actually, I shouldn't say politician. Okay. Turned government worker because he's in charge of the, of the EPA. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's quickly determined that um, that you know we basically need to contain this this outbreak of toxicness. I, I don't know what I don't know what they're trying to contain. Springfield um, per capita <laughs> is the most toxic town in the world. Uh-huh. And we have to control it. Yeah, I like Russ because he goes. Now we have five. I've I've put together five <laughs> options. Pick any of the options. He picks number three, and that is what Phil. Uh, drop a dome. Put the dome. Which, by the way, <laughs> un, there's a um, the dome is a Stephen King novel. Oh yeah, but I think it came out after the Simpsons movie. When did Biodome come out? No, earlier. Definitely <laughs> earlier. Biodome's a different premise, but yes. it, the premise of Stephen King's uh, book is basically this story. Well, like where let, they, me, let me look at some time. Like they cover let a me, city. Let me, let me figure out when that <laughs> came out. I don't want to. I don't want to say. It's called Under the Dome. It came out in two thousand nine. Oh, after. There's a picture of the cover. If you see it. Wow, it is the Simpsons movie. It's the Simpsons movie. Now it's an invisible dome, and you just. Uh, it just happens. One one time, it just <laughs> one night they all go to bed and they wake up and they're suddenly cut off from the outside world. So and it's right. really long, by the way. I thought about buying it once because it looked interesting, but it's one thousand seventy four pages, and I thought, man, that's a lot of pages. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. No, maybe on maybe book on tape, but just watch the Simpsons movie. You know everything you need to know. Right, right. I mean, it's obviously the same. And they made a show about that as well, a TV show about that as well. But also, huh. you know what else made a show about it? The Simpsons, because they're a movie <laughs> that came up with that idea that Stephen King ripped off. Good job, Stephen King. Yeah. Way to rip it off. Yeah. Send uh, proceeds to Matt Koenig or whatever his name is. Groaning. Grinning. Grinning. Groaning. Um, It's quickly revealed that Homer is the one that basically started. I mean, they blame it on Homer. Obviously, they're all at fault. But Homer is the bad guy, the the one that they're going to pin this all on. Um, They basically run him out of town. Uh, the, the the dome is already dropped onto their town to covering Springfield so that everyone's trapped inside. But because of a sinkhole that's in their backyard, like in their playground area, Maggie at, at one point 
fall, actually falls into the sinkhole and uh, she's the one to kind of say, hey, this is our way out. So yeah. they actually like dive into the sinkhole in their backyard. At that point, it looks like death is coming for all of the Simpsons because they've all got pitchforks and, and uh, uh, fire. Homer like, covered torches. up that sinkhole with the sand. He, yeah. he created it, right? Well, yeah. That, how he created it? That, in one of the very beginning scenes in the movie that we skipped over, he has all these household chores, and one of them is to fix the sinkhole, and he fixes it by plugging the hole with Maggie. Like he just drops Maggie in the sinkhole and he says, okay, I got that checked off my list. So yeah, Mag- Maggie knows that there's a sinkhole, there's a way out. And, and as soon as they pop into that sinkhole, they pop out on the outside of the dome. Yeah, so that, so that's the it way just out. so happens. That's the case. <laughs> it's very convenient. Um, uh, at that point, Homer, uh, which I thought was, that this was actually really clever. Like, and, and I wish they kind of did more in Alaska, but there, there's a point where all is lost. They're homeless. They, they've lost everything. Their whole house burned down. Like they have nothing left. No family, no friends, nothing. And basically the city is under this dome and it's all their fault. And Marge is looking pretty serious at Homer and Homer's response is, we have to move to Alaska. <laughs> this, this is how we continue our but lives. Do you feel like that? <laughs> Don't you feel like people, have you ever had a thought like that, Phil? Oh, I totally In your have. life? I totally have. Where you, I have to, mine normally revolves around the beach. Uh, mine, I like the idea of Mine was moving. literally Alaska. <laughs> mine is probably Wyoming because Alaska is a long way away. Yeah. But I would, mine is probably Wyoming I would have never or done Montana it, or something like that. Um, the beach also comes up. I go, wouldn't, wouldn't it be great just to leave our troubles and move to some little beach town? Somewhere? I have a friend that literally did that. Like last year, he just... He, we I talked about that, didn't we? Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't talked to him about it, so I don't know all the ins and outs. But um, like he literally was just like, we're just we're moving to Florida. And so they just, they moved. Or, no, I, or Gulf Shores, I think it was. Yeah. They moved to Gulf Shores. Which is beautiful. Yeah. I love the beach and I love the ocean. And it would be beautiful to wake up and have a different change, uh, different thing. He moved to some cabin, which was really funny because they, they left. They had no money. They had no vehicle. He lucked out and was able to, and I'm going, moving ahead here, but um, he's able to get a truck to drive there because they didn't have a vehicle either. Yeah. And then then he goes he gets to the border he, but by the way, the, I, I because, skipped ahead because, well, the, because it makes so, me laugh how yeah. how this all worked out <laughs> and how apparently when you move to Alaska, they're literally and there are some instances where Alaska, there are certain jobs there where they will really reimburse you to come work in Alaska. Yeah, the the very first scene in Alaska is that they they literally hit the like the state limit, uh, like the state border. Yeah, and and the first line is "Welcome to Alaska. Here's a thousand dollars." I just thought that was so funny. And it's kind of true, actually. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, the way that he wins the truck is he he actually, this, this, this will come up at the end of the movie, he ha- wins the truck. Like, he gets a free truck. But it's an old, do- cruddy truck. <laughs> yeah. He does this. Uh, he has to do a loop-to-loop. You have to do it one time. It's, it looks like a carnival-type, type, yeah. you, know, uh, you know, hit the mallet on the thing and hit, see if you can hit the... Yeah, but <laughs> this is a, this is a like, one of those steel balls that, like, a um, a stunt driver, a stunt man... If you've ever, a, if you've been to the circus, circus or show. Vegas or something like yeah. that, the metal 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 cage, mm-hmm. and then the motorcycle drives around it. Go ahead. Yeah, using so, centrifugal force oh. is the actual thing that causes it to happen. Centrifugal force. Science. Science. Centrifugal force. It is. No, I. You're totally right. I've seen it happen live. So, thank you, science. No. Okay, I thought you were. Telling no, me, no, I, I, th- I, I didn't know what I was talking about. Like no, I, it is science. I am as as <laughs> intelligent as Bill Nye. 
<laughs> he's not even really a scientist, but go ahead. So yeah, that, that's how he win, wins this track because he has he has to do even one loop to loop around the sphere. He he fails like three three or four times in a row, and then his last time he literally just goes around and around forever. <laughs> he's like an expert in like five minutes. So um, yeah, they get all the way up to oh, there's actually there's two Disney parodies in this movie. I don't know if you if you caught these as you were watching them well, this week. One where well, that one's later when they're on the monorail or whatever it is driving back. Or on the train coming back. Yes, there's a Mickey Mouse reference, but go ahead. Yeah, so that so that's later. The the first one is actually when um, they I think yeah they're at the cabin they're in Alaska the kids are outside playing. Um, th- there's like a clap for Alaska scene, which I that was actually one of the funniest scenes for me. Uh, <laughs> the, I think my favorite Homer moments are the ones where he's being a terrible father, but he has no idea that he is. Yeah, and um, it just because of his own just dumbness, but um, that uh. Homer is like out doing something in the yard and of course it's snow everywhere and there's this huge mountain that's right next to their cabins the worst place for a cabin they um uh Bart on purpose claps and that starts out kind of a, a small a avalanche. Mini avalanche yeah show. and so then um uh Bart's like hey Lisa clap for me he's like no she's like I know what I know what you're doing I'm not going to do that and um Homer like gets onto her he's like you will clap you will clap for Alaska clap for Alaska <laughs> And so she starts clapping too, and the two of them that clap in the whole house goes under this avalanche. But right after that, there's um, Homer and Marge are, are having some uh, husband-wife alone time. Yes, because and the kids are trapped outside because there's yeah snow. It's snow, avalanche, you know, rather yeah. Um, so uh, they are are going to have some alone time together. But before they do. Um, the birds begin to whistle. The animals start to come in. They're Very spe- Disney. They're speaking Bambi. to the animals. <laughs> the animals get them dressed, like yes. dress march in this beautiful, yeah. um, you know, negligee, yeah, yeah, gown. Yeah. And, um, and it's very, very Disney. And um, I just, I thought that was but a, the, my, a funny I think thing. the funniest thing is very the, whole, serendipitous. the payoff for all of it yeah. is then the camera doesn't show, obviously, Homer and Marge, but it shows the animals' faces <laughs> yeah. and their look of total shock and horror. <laughs> <laughs> that's the part you don't see when you see it. It's really Disney funny movie. because like the animals are like, oh, oh no, oh, no. <laughs> that's not right. Oh, and so oh, that was really really funny. So um, well done. Yeah, very well done. Um, and uh, so yeah, let's talk about the second one now since we're on that topic. So there is another Disney. And by the way, these are these are scenes that are making fun of Disney. And and it's it's so funny to me now that this is actually a Disney yeah, property because. That, and they've always kind of done that. Itchy and Scratchy kind of do that a little bit, even though Itchy and Scratchy are kind of taught more Tom and Jerry than they are anything. But it's also a mouse, so like it's very Disney-esque. The other Disney one is actually, but we've got one other thing to cover before we get to this, but Bart is on the train going through people's luggage, finds a black uh, brassiere, puts it over his head, and ha- has the cups <laughs> as his ears, and says, look, I'm a mascot for a, what is it, a corporate... Uh, Evil corporation. An evil corporation. <laughs> which is really funny. It, it's just so funny to me that you can watch that scene on Disney Plus now. Yeah. Like, it's just there. <laughs> Throughout this time, you're getting, every once in a while, you're getting these scenes back to Springfield, and things are, it's day, and it's always Kent Brockman, the newscaster. Yes. Uh, welcome, uh, <laughs> day 58 in Springfield. Uh, we are running out of food. We are blah, 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 blah. We are blah, blah, And basically, things are just degenerating into, you know, anarchy. And they're just basically killing them. Yeah. Like, over time, they're just going to kill them off, right? Yeah, it's it's basically Arm- Armageddon inside of the dome. Outside of the dome, everything is just normal, 
normal government, but there is no government anymore <laughs> inside of. Well, and they have and they have erased them off of the <laughs> GPS map. Yeah. They show that later, and then then uh, they everything is settled in. The Simpsons have now acclimated to being living in Alaska in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and they have television, which is really funny. And then they're like, <laughs> um, there this commercial comes on because the because Russ Cargill has went back to Schwarzenegger and says, listen, people have escaped from the dome. More people will escape from the dome. We need to come up with another way to take care of this. I've created five <laughs> options. And then Schwarzenegger goes, oh, I want to read all of them to have a good, make a good decision. There is no time. You'll have to trust me. Okay, I'll pick this one. He picks number three again. No, not that one. Okay, he picks number five. Not that one. Picks number two. No, he picks number one. He goes, no, not that one. He goes, he picks number two. He goes, no, add two to that. Oh, number four. And he, he's like, good choice, sir. Great choice you made there. And it's basically to nuke, basically to blow up the people inside the dome to destroy Springfield yeah. forever. And the, there's a commercial that comes on in Alaska that it says, uh, oh, come see it's the new Tom Grand Canyon. Hanks, Can- by the way. Yeah, it is Tom. It really it's, is Tom. Oh, look at the Grand Canyon. We love the Grand Canyon. Tom Hanks? And then he's like, Hi, and it's really Tom Hanks. Yeah, I, I messed up earlier. That he is that ba- the big cameo in this. There's movie. that I've Green Day. Him. There's got to be a couple others somewhere in there. But but I think okay. So the guy that actually plays uh, Cargill, the EPA guy, who is he? Uh, he is Marlin in the Finding Nemo and Finding Dory movies, um, and he's done a whole bunch of other voice work Aaron, too. Uh, Brooks, it's, uh, Albert uh, Brooks. Albert Brooks. Yeah, I so I immediately recognized his voice, but I couldn't place him right. at all. Um, I I. My guess is that probably most people have heard his voice in probably a dozen different yeah, things. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I, Marlon, uh, you know, in the in the Finding um, Nemo movies is probably what a lot of people are going to recognize him for, from, especially Disney Plus subscribers. But yeah, he so he's actually kind of a, an actor. I mean, a lot of people would know him. Um, there's a lot of there's some random of folks that are uh, in here too, which are really good. But anyway, continue, um, sorry. So uh, the NSA. <laughs> here's their conversation on the train as they're going back from they, they've left uh, Homer they're okay. saying like we're, yeah. we're, we're basically she's in not so many words Marge is basically divorcing him well, like, and she's like, basically like over. she taped over she, he, he refuses to go back and save them he's like we're not going to go back they, they chased us out of pitchfork they, they chased us out of town with pitchforks <laughs> at 4 o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> and then she goes it was not 4 o'clock it was 7 o'clock and he goes yes it was Access Hollywood was on She's like, no, it's on at four o'clock and seven o'clock, <laughs> which is really funny. It's a very two thousand seven. Very two thousand seven. So yeah. So then they um, basically, she's like, we have to save our friends. Blah blah blah. Uh, he won't leave. He comes back from the bar. He goes to the bar, right? Uh, he yeah. Comes is there, back. Is there a bar scene? In- yeah, there's a bar. And he, okay. He goes into this bar. He slides back in. He gets a tote. Gets a. Grabs hold of the back of a uh, trash truck and then slides through the snow up to the front door, which I thought was really funny. Oh, that's right, yeah. And then uh, he's yeah, like, March, kids, blah, blah, blah. And then he finds their wedding tape from earlier in the movie. Yeah. And uh, she's taped that's, over the that's first That's the one, that, one thing that she grabs from their burning house. Like, she, she goes back wedding. into the burning yeah. house and yeah. grabs it, yeah. Um, and basically says, listen, Homer, I've, th- I've thought that, you know, um, you, I always would look past your shortcomings and um, I turn turns out the only thing that kept us together was me looking past your shortcomings. So mm-hmm. we are uh, I, I guess we gotta take the kids. We gotta save Springfield, which I think is really funny because yeah. she's taking her children 
into a very dangerous situation. <laughs> but it's The Simpsons, and the the rules don't apply to things like that. So. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, Springfield is basically every zombie movie that you've ever seen, yes. but but it's just the humans that are alive right. and like. It's every man for himself. Yes. So, yeah, she takes him back into that. Um, on the way uh, in the train, uh, the NSA, who's listening to every conversation, they're listening to this very he podcast goes, right now. He goes, now. Mom, we shouldn't talk. Bart goes, Mom, you shouldn't say your plans of what we're going to do, how we're going to stay at Springfield. She goes, oh, it's not like they're listening on every one of our conversations. <laughs> and they go to some, ra- of course, some random dark, you know, huge... It's like a DEFCON 5 type headquarters of... Headquarters yeah. area where there's a, a thousand people listening in to every conversation. And uh, there's just random conversations here and there, and then all of a sudden you hear that. What exactly what Mark just said? <gasps> I found something. This is we're looking for them. We've the U.S. government found, <laughs> finally found someone we're looking found for. We're looking for. <laughs> anyway, so good. Um, that 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 is the epitome of Simpsons um, comedy, yeah. by the way. It's, and they it's, rip on. Most it's people. very satirical. It's very yeah. sarcastic. Yeah, and generally speaking, they have always ripped on everybody. I mean, there are some. There's nobody safe. No, I think it's pretty pretty well, you know, it's, you know, you've got it, so. I think a lot of, um, you know, like, I, I grew up Christian, I, you know, we've kind of been, you and I both have kind of been around that Christian scene. Um, I think a lot of people would say, like, oh, well, they rip on Christians. Like, they rip on everybody. Like, it's, oh, yeah. it's not, yeah, Flanders is a, a total joke in the show, and he's, you know, it's like, you know, quote, unquote, a Christian. I don't know if they ever call him a Christian, but he goes to church every Sunday. Yeah, I mean, he goes, the Bible. To, yeah, yeah, he goes to church. I mean, he, he does. It's never mentioned if it's Catholic or Pentecostal. It doesn't matter, really. But um, he, uh, you know, everyone's not, no one's safe. So, I, and I, I like that they rip on the government. I love I love that we live in a country that the government can be ripped on. on their church, those. by the way, we were talking about this. Their church, actually, in Springfield, that um, Reverend Lovejoy is the reverend of. Oh, yeah. It has a lot of elements of a lot of different churches. Like okay, it has this okay, weird Southern Baptist thing that sometimes it has like a Lutheran Catholic kind of thing okay. a little bit. All right. It's just a weird like it's got its own thing going on. Like it's it, in the same way that Springfield is every city. It's kind of a lot of different in religions States. in there. Like a lot of different sects of sects S E C T S S. Thank you for spelling it. Sorry. Of the uh <laughs> of the Christian religion. So. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Um, the, and Homer. I, it goes that, ba- that's my best <laughs> Reverend Lovejoy impression. It, it goes back to Homer in Alaska, and, and he's obviously you know kind of uh, come to grips with like, okay, this is where I'm at. And so he, I don't even remember how he finds this woman. He finds this Inuit woman. He, um, he it, he's like, no, Marge, blah blah blah. He goes out in the snow looking for them. Stands on this ledge. It breaks off and gets in water, and then it floats off. Oh, that's right. It's in the shape of a heart. The scene goes black. Yeah. The heart breaks in half, and uh, yeah. he's on one half, and he's like asleep. <laughs> and he wakes up in a snowdrift, or maybe a polar bear is trying to get him. There's some of the polar bears. Oh, he's saved, point. isn't he? And uh, the Inuit lady finds him in the snow, wakes him up, and he wakes up in her tent or whatever. So that's right. That's right. it's like a teepee type teepee. of teepee. Yeah. yeah. And um, she helps him have an epiphany through throat singing. Very interesting scene. So weird. <laughs> she like blows into his mouth and like blows his head up like a balloon, and then like he has this epiphany. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, and at first he thinks um, like she's like, "Tell me, tell me, you know, uh, utter what what you feel from within. What is your epiphany? What what are you feeling?" And he goes, "Americans will never embrace soccer." And then <laughs> he's having this weird freak out thing, and so he's like having like a vision, these visions, and the trees have hands, and they're slapping him in the face when he does this. And then he, what's he say? I'm not, I'm not as important as right. I'm people are more important 
than one person, or I'm there. There are people that are more important than me, or it's not just about me, basically. Yeah. And so the trees clap for him, and then he wakes back up, and he's like, "Oh, I've got to go save my family," which is really funny. Yeah, he says, "He says in order to save myself, I have to save Springfield." <laughs> like, okay, okay. <laughs> so anyway, he um, how does he? What's his plan? His plan? He shows up. So one thing that oh, happens first things in, first, in between, yeah, yeah his, yeah, his fam- family, his family actually gets arrested. Um, so they're like being um, transported in like this prison truck, like they're all in chains and stuff like that in the back of this truck. Um, and he has oh, to stop that truck. He's trying to yeah. intersect the convoy of the prison truck, and he actually has it planned out, like more than you would ever think Homer would yeah, plan out anything. But then he ends up the the wrecking ball thing. He gets to do it. <laughs> Before that, he puts a whole whole bunch of signs in there, and it's, they're like "sop." Like, he, like, like a, what's a like sop? Because he doesn't know how to spell "stop," which is hilarious. S O P. And uh, at one point, like they're going towards another sign, and and the the guy that's in the passenger seat says to the driver, he says, "Look, we can't stop at every sop yelled in one V sign." <laughs> I like that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Thanks, I, Homer. There, there were several moments where I w- literally could not stop laughing. Like, no, I was just la- laughing out loud. Like it's a funny movie. I, I will say this, though. I, I think most of the humor got kind of a, a giggle or a, oh, that's really clever. Um, I There wasn't a whole lot of, like, laugh out loud moments for me in this movie. Whereas other movies, like, if I go back and watch Dumb and Dumber or, like, Billy Madison is like that. There are scenes I just can't stop. Well, we've laughing. seen this this Simpsons a lot. Like we've seen this and not yeah. only that, The Simpsons is best served in twenty two minute portions. Right. It's twenty two minutes. There's a bunch of there's commercials like, the rest of the time. Like almost four times that. Yeah. So like you've seen it, it like it's a large amount of it, and um, so yeah, it doesn't all hit. It doesn't all hit. Yeah, yeah and it's I, hard. I, and I think that's that's okay. Like and I, The Simpsons is pretty subtle. Like. Yes, the Simpsons the show has been really subtle, like in its humor. So, yeah, if you're not paying attention, this is this is not a show. Well, where, you have to, like, if you're doing the dishes while you watch this, you're probably going to miss half the jokes. And you know what's really funny? Like I've talked about my parents, like like the the idea of uh, animated things having adult, and I'm saying adult like gross, like adult sure, themes. Sure. I'm saying intelligent uh, talk, like intelligent dialogue, intelligent. Um, I think there's a lot of folks of a certain age that like um, Simpsons. Like, why would I watch that? It's just a car- kid's cartoon, or mm-hmm. it's gross, or it's Beavis and Butthead, or it's South Park. Or, and The Simpsons has always been not highbrow, but like it's, more well thought out. It's yeah, much more well thought out. Than it's a lot sati- of shows. It's satire. Some of it's political. Some yes. of it's religious. Yes. Um, there, there are. It's satirical in ways that kids aren't going to understand right. a whole lot of because right. um, they just haven't had that education yet. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> at one point, um, so, like, the bad guys, which is the American government, the EPA, um, are, like, on this huge television screen on, like, the side of the dome. And that's how they get their information to the people yeah. of Springfield. At one point, he says, um, we're commencing with opera. Uh, he says, we, you know, we got good news for every- everyone. Or, no, he says, we got news for everyone. Um, you know, we're going to move on from the dome portion of our, uh, you know, expedition or this uh, uh, campaign. We're commencing with Operation Soaring Eagle, and everyone goes, "Yay!" He says, "Which involves killing you all." <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Why is it called Soaring Eagle? <laughs> so good. Uh, Homer super glues his hands. Literally puts super glue on his hands, uh, and he climbs the entire dome <laughs> all the way up to the very top of it. Uh, falls to the ground. Well, he goes in. He inside. goes in the EPA's truck, or wherever it is, or wherever oh, he yeah. goes, and, it, and there's actually a jetpack there. 
Uh-huh. And he chooses super glue over the jet. Oh, pack. that's right. <laughs> very, very Homer. Um, uh, he, I'm skipping through a lot of things, just kind of racing through this. A lot, of, there's a lot of action, in, like in the last 15 minutes of the yeah. movie, and a lot of it is not real comedic, but uh, or oh, really we talk about this. The family, but, his family, had been put back into the dome. By the way, oh yeah, like they were put back they're, in. The, yeah, they're inside. Sent, they're sent to back into the dome, which is really poetic and ironic and real <laughs> that they'd just be imprisoned back in the dome. So. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a bomb and, and basically that's how they're gonna blow up everybody is is detonate this bomb from within from, from within the dome inside of it. It's dropped down on this rope. Um, Homer at one point takes the bomb and a motorcycle. First things first though, <laughs> Homer foils everyone else's escape because they decide we're going to Oh that's right. We're going to distract the Russ Gar- Cargill. Yeah. Um, while we climb out on the rope. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of them are climbing up the rope, and they're getting out because there's this the dumb hillbilly guy in town's like, hey, everybody. <laughs> he's like, what? Oh, and he's paying attention to him while they're climbing out. Homer then climbs the dome, gets to the top. I'll save you. Uh, and then slides down and <laughs> ding, 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 like, ding, bumps them all down. All yeah. of them off as he goes down. <laughs> uh, and so now they're all mad at him. He's ruined the town. He's... You know, n- now he's kept them from escaping, and now he's now now you tell us about Homer and his motorcycle. Yeah. So earlier, while we mentioned the the motorcycle inside the, the kind of little small sphere type of thing, is now he's going to do this with like an actual dome, yeah. like a huge dome. And so he grabs the bomb. Um, there's, uh, I think you briefly see Colin for again <laughs> for another second before he's completely off the screen again. But yeah, he um, Homer gets uh, Bart kind of back into his good good graces because he's now the hero. And Bart says, "Oh, I'm with you, Dad." He leaves Flanders behind, jumps on the motorcycle with Homer. And they take the bomb. Uh, they they ride along the side of the dome, to basically to ascend up to the top. And uh, Bart is the one to take the the bomb off the the back of the motorcycle, throws it through the top, but then it lands on top of the dome. Like it just like it. I thought it was going to actually fall right back in. Lands on top of the dome. Uh, it, it, exp- it goes. It, it goes around the whole, like a golf yeah, ball, yeah. like oh 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 oh, around the whole uh, ding, 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 and then it lands outside. <laughs> Um, when it explodes, it's on top of the dome. So during, in the the event of the explosion, basically causes the entire dome to shatter. Glass falls everywhere. And I was like, okay, this is gonna kill everybody in town. And the big joke is like, like oh, like I think is there a doctor? Character? It incinerate. It incinerates every all the rest of it, all the rest of pieces of glass. And it's like just falling like snow or yeah. like, like sand oh, almost. We're alive. Oh, we're alive. <laughs> it's so great. And then all of a sudden, Nick, <laughs> Doctor Nick, who is this. TV doctor. Okay. It's like, hey, everybody. Like, that's his character. He's, he's the one character that I didn't recognize at all. Yeah, he's a really funny character because he's like a TV doctor. And then he, like, he helps with any lawsuit. He's a TV guy. Oh, Dr. Okay. Nick, blah, blah, blah. Hey, everybody. That's his whole thing. And then he gets completely gored <laughs> by this sh- huge, gigantic shard of the dome that some It's reason. like a 15-foot oh. long shard. And he goes, bye, everybody. <laughs> I, so uh, that was a joke I did not... It, I, didn't la- I didn't laugh at all because I didn't get the Dr. Reference. Nick is funny because every time you see him on there, it's literally just to do that. Hi, uh, everybody. Hi, everybody. And he's got like some nature, like some remedy or some... Crud. It's some. Du- it's dumb. Okay. That, that That is really funny now. I didn't get yeah, that at well, the time. It is, Dr. Nick. Um, He's got a last name too, but I forget his last name. Uh, Maggie throws a rock uh, at Russ Cargill's head, I think, and knocks him out. Well, Russ Cargill at the end has uh, oh, on top of his head. has Homer and Bart cornered uh, at the top of some ridge, and he's yeah. like, "You two, 
you've done it. He's like, and I, I, <laughs> I have, I have waited so long uh, for this, and now I'm going to be able to use the things that Harvard prepared me for: shooting a gun and killing someone. <laughs> what? And then Maggie drops a uh, rock on his head, and he's dead. Apparently, eh. knocked out. I don't know. Cartoons are never really dead. So, <laughs> uh, Lisa goes on a date with Colin again. Weird payoff. I, he's barely even the, even the, in the movie. Uh, Homer's the town hero. He kisses Marge. They're they're all good together again now. Um, during the ending credits, Maggie utters her first word, and this was actually something I had heard of before um, watching the movie. What was it? Uh, Maggie, I guess she literally she'd never t- spoken ever until 2007 when this movie yeah. came out. I mean, she may have made some goo goo noise or something that sounded like a word, but um, uh, I mean, Marge makes a, a big deal about it. She's like, "Oh, Maggie, do you have something to say?" Oh, it's going to be Maggie's first word, and she goes, "Sequel." Girl. Um, so there's not been a sequel. Uh, we're not, we're recording this 13 years after the movie. Uh, I can't believe that was 13 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Still, still not a sequel. 13 years later, I think they probably legitimately did want to make a sequel. Uh, why they didn't after they made literally over 400 million dollars in profit um, on the first movie I, is beyond me. Um, maybe they just couldn't come up with a story that they really liked or something. I mean, I think it, in 1989, if you'd said, "Listen, Simpsons is going to have a movie," what? It's going to be a July release movie. What? It's box office is going to be $500 million. Wow. No. Like, yeah, insane. No, no one would have believed you. Do you have, even no, you, have, you said, I, Simpsons is going to have an album. It's going to sell 3 million copies. Yeah. At, at $15 a copy. In, in 1989, I don't know that people would have even thought that the, the Simpsons would be in their 18th season by then. Well, I mean... <laughs> Even when it was just a skit in like 1987 on the Tracy Ullman show, it's like right. it's weird, so weird. Um, I, I kind of looked up the the sequel news. Um, I, you know, according to Wikipedia, which references actual articles, like interviews and stuff. Um, I think they're still thinking about it. Like, we'll honestly, like if anyone's going to do it, it's probably going to be Disney. If they like you said earlier, if they can th- think of a way to make money, you they'll know do it. What Disney does well is make money. Yeah. They'll get, some, they'll get some awesome writers. They'll, get, they'll get Matt uh, Groening. Uh, Grenning? Grenning? I don't Gro- know. Grenning. Groening. They'll get those, Matt, write those in. guys on it. Matt, we'll get your name right if you write in. <laughs> that, Otherwise, we're going to keep calling you whatever the, the thing is, or Groening. The thing is, is, it's been 13 years since this movie came out, but The Simpsons is still airing new t- new episodes every week. So, I mean, this, sh- this show, okay, 3 million is a far cry from 27 million. Who knows how many people are watching it on Hulu? Nothing can get 27 million views yeah, now. YouTube TV, there's a lot of different ways to watch. So maybe there's 10 million people that are still watching the show. It's not as high as it used to be. But there's still, I mean, that's still 10 million people that are watching every single episode that comes out. Yes. Um, I think it's still very much in the same kind of zeitgeist as the original movie to make a movie in 2020 or 2021. Uh, if they started making it now, it'd probably come out next year. I think it would do just fine. Um, I, I really think people would, would enjoy it. Um, let, let me ask you this. I don't, this is not a politics show, but politics is very much a part of Simpsons. If they make a, a Simpsons sequel, um, I guess it would have to come out later this year unless he gets reelected, but will Trump be in it? Oh, yeah. Like they'll, they'll, they'll have something. They'll, they'll satirize um, oh, uh, yeah. President Trump in some way. They, they love it. Don't they have? Well, I mean, they, he's, they've satirized him on the show before. So, yeah, I yeah. Mean, before he was president? Oh, yeah. And probably, I'm sure they have a lot since he's been president. Let's find out what, what predictions the Simpsons got right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they've gotten along, right? Uh, Schwarzenegger has not become president yet. They got that wrong. <laughs> but um, 
Here, here's what I'll say about the Simpsons humor. I, I think there are a lot of people that just do not think that the Simpsons is funny at all. And, I understand that. There are also, you know, 4% of the planet that doesn't, that the sound of music, uh, not the movie, but mm. just the sound of music makes them insane. So yeah. there's also, a, you know, there's not also, for everybody. There's also the flat earth thing that's going around these days. So. Not, Which, a, not everyone understands. Just saying everything. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I certainly don't think you need to be smart at all to enjoy the show. I think there's a lot of funny things that happen. And I think kids can actually enjoy a lot of the, fun, the, 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 the uh, especially the visual comedy that happens. Anytime Homer starts to strangle Bart, I think that's really funny to watch. Um, so you know, you don't have to necessarily understand all the satire. Um, for me, I thought it was very funny. I again didn't think it was as funny as other movies that I've seen in the last year. Um, however, I laughed out loud a lot, and I really appreciate this, the satirical, sarcastic nature of their, of their humor. I think it's it's very smart. Um, it's very um, aware of like what's what are popular topics, like in the especially in the United States, if not the world. And um, they're not afraid. Like they they have this uh, kind of fearless uh, storytelling and joke making that I, th- I I really appreciate. Like I I think. Some of it is going to be offensive to some people, mm-hmm. and it's just that's just how it is. But it it is it is such where I think if you're open minded enough, and I'm not trying to insult anybody that's listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. but if you're open minded enough, I think there is something to laugh at even inside, even when you see yourself in a character. I think there are moments. It's very very. Um, I, I I would encourage anyone to like. You know, if you see yourself in a character and then they make fun of that character, to maybe laugh at yourself a little bit. And I think that's where The Simpsons really shines and how they have their fans that come after their show year after year after year is because of their ability to address things without um, being overly offensive. Like, they just like, hey, let's just all laugh about this for mm-hmm. 20, 22 minutes and then move on with our lives. So. Um, I think I think it's it's a show I definitely need to get into because I, I know I just know that I would really really appreciate it. Um, but the movie was I was surprised how much I I understood watching this movie having not seen that many episodes of The Simpsons and that tells you everything you need to know about how they crafted this movie because um, you don't make five hundred million dollars at the box office without appealing to people that don't know the show. I would say this um, that The Simpsons is best. When they don't take themselves very seriously, and they don't normally, mm-hmm. like you said, they're able to not attack but satirize a large group of people, make fun of themselves, and um, the point that they take themselves too seriously is when that's when it will end completely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Mash was a show that was on for years. And MASH started out as a sitcom about a hospital unit or a medical unit, a med unit in the Vietnam War. But they made light of their day-to-day stuff. It wasn't hardcore serious. It was was a comedy. Mm -hmm. And then by the end, it was like, we're making, you know, political statements about the war. Which, okay, I understand that. I agree. That war is very polarizing. and But it got... It got too serious. It was like, yeah. we're too serious. Yeah. <laughs> you started out as one thing. You know what I'm saying? We don't want, you know, uh, people, when people say, do things like this is a bad example, maybe. But uh, the minute that McDonald's started to fail, you know when that was, Phil? When they introduced a salad on their menu. You know why? 
McDonald's is a burger chain. <laughs> Burgers and fries. We don't care about... Who cares about health <laughs> because they're a burger and fry place? But the second... Stay in your lane, McDonald's. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the second the Simpsons go, you know what? That is a topic. Too far. Yeah. We must take a stand. Blah, blah, blah. And there are things you can look back and see the things that they've kind of done that they've taken themselves seriously at times, but it's not enough to where you're like... You know, it's like, that's one thing about like South Park, maybe a bad example, but Matt um, Stone and... Trey Parker. Parker. Those guys take nothing seriously. Yeah. And that's what's made them them. Right. You know? Right. Uh, they have a, a play called The Book of Mormon. Right. It's just, I mean, it's just like, they just don't care. Like, they're just like, whatever. You know, Mel Brooks, yeah. that's, well, Mel Brooks was awesome. Sure. Because Mel Brooks sure. would just be like, yeah, we're just going to do this. Yeah. I'm a Jew. I mean, I'm, I'm a Jewish guy uh, and from New York, and I'm just going to do what I want to do, and yeah. I'm going to make this, and as long as I can find some backing, then. You know, whatever. I, I so agree. Simpsons just don't need to take themselves so seriously. Yeah. And I, don't introduce the salad on the menu, folks. <laughs> you know, Freddy's does not have a salad on the menu. I noticed that the other day. I've been trying to eat a little bit better. Yeah. And so we went to Freddy's, which is a burger place. It's kind of a Midwestern burger place. And um, I was like, maybe they have a salad. I, maybe they don't need to eat a burger. And they didn't have a salad. And then, you know, and then I was kind of like, you know, good job, Freddy's. Yeah. You're a burger place. Yeah. You don't need a salad. You, you do you, Freddy's. Yeah, pal. It's the minute they fail. That's the minute McDonald's stopped being McDonald's. Yeah. There you go. Off soapbox. Uh, I'm glad I'm glad you suggested this movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it's it. Fun. Um I, I was surprised it took me this long to watch it. Um 13 years later I finally got to see it. Um and it's, I, I like that it's a part of Disney Plus. It's it is very uh, anti-Disney, sometimes literally in a couple scenes. Um, but um, I good on Disney to to still have that movie on their service and it can completely contradict a lot of the other things that you would see on Disney Plus. But it's, it's so great that it's there. One side note, uh, one thing that the, uh, I'm looking at predictions that The Simpsons got right. Uh-huh. Disney buys 20th Century Fox. This is season 10, episode 5. This is in 1998. Oh, wow. Uh, and there's the front sign in front of the studio. Uh, Ron Howard and Brian Grazer produce a script for Homer uh, for for Homer that Homer pitches as a movie, uh-huh. and he produces he pitches it at 20th Century Fox, a Walt, a division of Walt Disney Company. That's that's amazing. It's pretty funny. So season that was ten, 1998. Wow, T- basically 20 years before that happened. But it's kind of funny yeah. to think about, and yeah. and, they, and they've Those said that for so a long smart. time. There have been a lot of things. So anyway, good times. So smart. So smart. Um, all right. Well, I think that kind of wraps us wraps us up on uh, the Simpsons talk. What else have you been watching on Disney Plus? Uh, we watched Toy Story four this morning. Oh, that's right. It is now on Disney Plus. I, I just saw that. Yeah, uh, we watched it's it. So in funny because Forky greatness. I know your daughter is a huge Forky fan. Yeah, we've not watched Toy Story four yet on the service. We watched it on Blu-ray. Um, I, it's funny because last week I was just talking about Lamp Story. Or Lamp Life is what it's called. And I was talking about how, oh, yeah, I watched Lamp Life until Toy Story 4 actually comes out, and then it came out a few days later. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's up there now. So we watched that this morning, actually, Miller and I. It was this year's second viewing? Yeah, I watched it in the theater and then watched it there. It's good. Still just as oh, great yeah. as the first time. Yeah. I'm amazed at that thing, that they can that they can recreate it, because Forky breathes new life into it. I thought about this, too. Like, it was kind of a gamble to make Forky. Oh, it, yeah. It's not a guarantee that that, that that thing was going to be any as funny as it near as it was. I'll, I'll be honest, Jack. I saw the trailers for that movie and I wasn't sold on Forky. Yeah. I, I was just like, oh man, I hope they don't botch this. Yeah, well, it worked. So out. it was it was a big risk, but they yeah, it paid off. Will they make a f- five? Uh, boy, 
again, Disney likes money, so that that clouds the whole question. Um, I think if if you take Disney just making money hand over fist completely out of the equation, I would say no, just because of how that movie ended and it just and there's several of them in separate directions, right? So yeah, or at least Woody's in a separate direction, right? Isn't that right? Yeah, they're they're separated. I don't want to get too much into spoilers just because someone's just now having the chance to watch it, you know, because it's on Disney Plus. Well, we'll review it at some point, but um, probably not anytime soon. But uh, give people a chance to watch it. But yeah, the, because of the way the movie ends, and let's just say the characters are separated from one one another. I think they could do a Toy Story 5. I think it would be a very different cast list um, that I don't think would be a, an easy sell for right. audiences. Um, and I think this might not be a popular opinion, but I, I think the, the Bonnie saga part of t- Toy Story, which is only a single movie, just Toy Story 4, is, whereas Bonnie is the, the owner of these toys, is uh, kind of, for me, is best served as a, a single shot movie. I, I thought, to me, Toy Story is Andy yeah. and his toys. And although I love Toy Story 4, it's actually maybe my favorite in right. the series. Uh, definitely at least second favorite out of all, of all four of them. Um, I, I don't think it's, I don't think that, I guess the human really doesn't matter very much at all in any of the plots, but right. I, I just, I don't think that people are going to think of Toy Story as Bonnie. And maybe if they do two more movies with Bonnie, they will. But I think the way that they wrapped that movie was just perfectly like wrapped a bow on it. But people said that about Toy Story three, the way that that movie ended. They said mm-hmm. that that was a perfect ending to a trilogy of films. Cool. And then they made a fourth one. So who knows? There it is. Uh, this week we watch, we're always, um, Jordan's always watching TV shows, but as a family, the, the only thing that we watched on Disney plus this week was a goofy movie. Mm, so I, I, I had seen this movie it came out in 1995 talking about old movies. Um, I had seen it when it came out in theaters and I remember liking it at the time. I had no memory of anything in that movie. No, no jokes, no plot device. I kind of remembered a little bit about the characters, but that was about it. Um, I was surprised how much I liked that movie. I, it is dated. Um, there's um, like some scenes where they're like uh, fighting over the radio and like things that people don't do as much anymore. Um, there's um, a little bit of '90s, you know, rebel against the parents. You know the, yeah. the you know the yeah, olds yeah, 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 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like that is, I'm sure you know rebel against it, the parents, dude. Listen, I know what you're li- saying. Listen, teenagers will always rebel against their parents. I, but I remember in, in that. Any generation. Yeah. But, but the way that it happens and the way that it's spoken of in this movie is very 90s. Yeah. Um, and so um, there's cer- certain things I don't think ha- have held up very well over the last 25 years. Uh, 25 years ago, by the way. Jackson, oh, yeah. I saw <laughs> this movie came out. a meme or something online that says that 1990 is farther away than 2050 is. Yeah. At current times. Yeah. Is that right? Like from when we were kids? From right now, isn't yeah, in that twenty, yeah, 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 like thirty her, years ago, but not we're we're going that direction, yeah, like so two thousand fifty is actually closer to us than going back to two uh, to nineteen ninety, yeah, like when we were kids, when we watched Sleeping Beauty, oh th- that's like what Jordan is watching a goofy movie, so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm pretty sure. I, I think Sleep Beauty came out in the 50s, right? That makes me sick. <laughs> Let me look it up. Um, that makes me sick. Yeah, 1959. So, yeah, honestly, even fewer years. Well, hold on. That would be 20. When, 25 uh, years from that would have been 1994. So 1984. 1984, you're right. So, when, yeah. Goonies. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a perfect re- representation because in 1984, I was five years old. Jordan's three. So, just oh, a I couple years that. difference. Yeah, that's yeah. true. She's three. So, like in the same way that when I was five, I watched Sleeping Beauty. She's a three-year-old watching a goofy movie. That's a perfect pres- uh, representation. Jesus. Yeah, crazy. So um, anyway, uh, sickening. 
so she actually, I like, I did not expect her to like it. 20 minutes into the movie and I think 35 minutes into the movie, more than once we looked at Jordan and we said, are you enjoying this? Like, do you like this movie? And she said, yes, yes, I like it. I'm like, okay, we'll keep watching it then. Because her reactions were not strong and she was not laughing at a lot. And I, and I thought... And maybe like, it's how they do a movie then. I guess maybe she, movies were pushed out a little bit. She loved it. Like, I, I don't know why she loved it, but she really liked it. Um, I don't think it's one that she'll go back to. We, uh, she last night she watched uh, Tangled for like the thirteenth time in the last month, Woo! so <laughs> maybe maybe tenth. It's definitely more than eight or nine. I, times I don't miss that month. age. I don't miss Dude, that she age. The same thing. Uh, I hate. I I I got to where I just was like, no, we're gonna watch something new. enough. Yeah, pick something new. Yeah, because we're we we do. That I cannot. Wa- I cannot watch. I don't know. Pick one. I'm trying to think of what, the what was what was Miller's so no. Miller's ten right. He's nine. Nine. But it, when he was three. We would watch stuff like, what was the movie he watched all over and over? I'm gonna get it wrong. I can't remember. Anyway, we Big Hero Six, huh? Big Hero Six. Oh, we watched Big Hero Six like ten times, and I was just like tired of Big. I I don't even want to watch it now. Like I don't even care to watch it now. Yeah, and it's fun. Yeah, it's a great movie. Like, but I don't. You just not that many times in a row. Yeah, I don't really hear Baymax (laughs) talk about best traits. I remember him talking a lot about Big Hero Six. Um. Yeah, uh, it's all. I mean, we have a girl, so it's all princess movies. But she watches, Ugh. she watches Tangled and Frozen yeah. over and over yeah, and over again. It. Yeah, I couldn't. Do so it. I, I when when she put it on last night, I watched like maybe twenty minutes of it. I I checked out for the rest of it because I I literally can. Yeah. At this point, Jordan, who's three and a half, can already quote that movie. Like there are, there are moments where she was saying the lines right before the character said them. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you you've seen this movie too much, but. Yeah. Yeah, a goofy movie was was a good uh, reprieve from That's the good. usual stuff. That's so we good. enjoyed that. Um, so that wraps it up for this episode. Um, uh, let us know what you want to hear about on this podcast. Send us your own reviews. Send us audio or an email, something that you've watched on Disney Plus or something you'd like to hear us talk about. Um, we've got one more week um, before Clone Wars Season 7 comes up. I guess I should do a Clone Wars update. Yeah. Uh, I'm still in Season 3. So I, <laughs> I'm probably not going to make it by the 17th of, okay. of February. I think right. here's what I think, Jack. I think I can get through Tell at, me what you think. at least the end of season four. So four seasons before the seventh season comes out. Okay. I, I don't think I'm going to get to season five and six. I, the, the way my life has been over the last couple of weeks, like I just haven't had a lot of time. I think I, I literally had two nights that I could actually watch the Clone Wars this week. So um, I definitely have gone slower than I was hoping. At this point, I'd have to watch like seven episodes a night, every night or something like that to catch up. That's not going to happen. Um, I think my, my goal now is at least to get through season four. I'm already halfway through season three, so I'm doing pretty good but um yeah i'll I'll, i'm gonna try to get through at least season four before watching season seven with everybody um but that is in two weeks uh as we record this episode we're recording this on saturday february 8th so next week is the 15th that's two days before the the first episode of clone war season seven comes out and so uh next week is kind of our last like kind of filler episode in between star wars stuff which i mean i'm pumped about we're just excited about clone wars Wars. because i just I love Star Wars, and I like new new Star Wars being presented because like yeah. we went decades with nothing in that universe new, right? And you kind of just had to fill in the gaps. Or I got into—I mean, I read three or four of those like Star Wars novels. I didn't know that there was the expanded universe. I, I like it. I okay. love Star Wars a lot. Okay. So I 
I like, think I, I feel there's like several of them are really good, and I was actually miffed whenever they took that and didn't make it canon anymore. Right. But from a movie standpoint, they kind of needed to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've kind of retconned even a little bit of that now and added. They've taken from some of those stories components so. of it. Yeah. So that's what I've heard. Anyway. I, I feel like almost everyone I work with or or am friends with has has read at least one of those books. I've never read a single one, <laughs> and I feel like I need to read some of them. But um, now that they're not canon, I have less even less reason to read them. Um, so next week, what we talked about doing, and I don't know if you still want to do this, but we talked about Mulan for next week. Is that do it? Okay. So the the new the Mulan remake is coming out. The live action remake is not coming to Mulan theaters. Rouge. No, but Mulan. Yeah, <laughs> was a joke. Spelled differently. That was a joke. Uh, M U L A N uh, is coming out. Uh, M-U- in M U L A N. Yeah, that's M U L A N. Okay, Mulan. <laughs> Um, we saw a trailer for it, a little brief commercial for it during Did the it, Super Bowl. Didn't it, it look great? It looked legit. At first, I was like, I was like, is this going to be an actually like good Assassin's Creed movie? This has <laughs> been well, and this has been the one of those live actions where I go, and I've said, I think there's audio of me saying this somewhere. Yeah, whether it's horrible movie podcast or something, when we start talking about live action things, where I said Mulan is probably the one that you could make it really cool. Yeah, because action wise. There's going to be actual action. Uh-huh. It's not going to be a Disney princess fest. Right. You know, but right. this is the one that you could do some really cool action stuff I, with. I feel this. like, the, I, I can't remember, I think it was 1994. I can't remember when the original movie came out. But very ahead of its time, it's it, it basically is about um, kind of girl power. Like uh, she's not allowed. Mulan is not allowed in the army because she's a woman. Yeah, so and, she has to. And she has to, to like yeah, yeah, like fake her way in and, to fight for the army and yeah. kind of save the day. And, yeah, and uh, it's a Captain America ripped this off for that movie. Yeah, yeah. It's all, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, it's I mean it did Captain Marvel before you know a couple decades before Captain Marvel. So yeah. Um, yeah and, and anyways, I'm I, I've not watched it at all since the original movie came out. So. What we talked about is going I've back only and seen that, that one once, so I, I don't. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and I, I it was probably in theaters, so um, it's been that long since I've seen it. But um, so Jack and I talked about going back to the original movie before the remake comes out here in about six weeks or so. I think it's it's probably mid March is when it's coming out. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, it's on Disney Plus. We're going to go back and watch the original Mulan um, and kind of remind ourselves of it. 1998 is when that came out. So. Um, about 22 years later they're, they're making a remake of it so alright thanks for listening we'll see you next week for some Mulan talk and then we'll get into some Star Wars after that see you guys see you then bye